Please excuse my audio quality on this. I'm just using my laptop mic to talk to you, and then I'm recording separately on my phone, because I think my phone is slightly better and fancier than my laptop mic. And uh, we'll go from there. It'll be fucking beautiful. Well, what's up, what's up, brother? What's up, brother? It's good to see you. Good to see you, too. Good to be here with you. Uh, recording a little bonus content for those wonderful people who have supported the show on Patreon. Maybe the number one potty mouth, maybe just an aficionado. Um, <laughs> but uh, this is cool to get together. So w- what I've prepared for you today is is a little summary, some musings on my travel in Iceland. Haley and I just got back from a 10-day uh, sojourn around Iceland. And, and, you know, I know not everyone has the time or maybe the means to go, but but... Just what a what a you know privilege and how lucky I am to have gone on this trip. Iceland is a is a rugged place full of dramatic landscapes. There are four hundred thousand people in the entire country, three hundred thousand in the cities, and one hundred thousand kind of spread around the countryside. It's it's the country is located along the Mid Atlantic Rift Zone where the where the 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 continents are separating the North American plate and the European plate are separating from each other and so you, there's a spot where you can literally see like where the land is like splitting apart which is just crazy but because of that there's a lot of volcanic activity and so you have you have you know mountains volcanic mountains and but there's glaciers on top of these mountains feeding just these epic waterfalls and it's truly a a kind of an inspiring place um they have their roots from about 900 vikings came over and colonized the the island and and i didn't really realize this till after i left but it's kind of cool being on a place that was was colonized by people where there was no uh people living there before that we know of right so no people were subjugated uh to you know for for europeans to have populated this place there were no tribes living there so that's kind of cool. You said colonized, and I assumed like, oh fuck! So they killed a bunch of indigenous. No, the 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 Vikings set out. <clears throat> kind of crazy. I forget the name of the guy, but the, one of the guys who 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 was sailing over there, um, he th- had these big like logs that he just threw out of his uh, boat and said, "Wherever this lands, that's where I will set up my home." And so in the surf, like they lost the log and he had like some slaves that he sent to go find the log. It took him three years to find where these logs were. And they'd explored like the whole place pretty much or a ton of the, the island. And, and, and he ended up picking Reykjavik, which is the capital of Iceland, the biggest city now. And, and it's not the best place to set up uh, a city. His slaves were like, there's all these other great spots. And he's like, this is where the gods said we should set up. Uh, because that's why he threw his thing out. So, anyways, Reykjavik is kind of that's beautiful, <laughs> the biggest city, and it's sort of the cultural capital and the cultural hub. So, with a bit of just context about like, and I could go on about Iceland all day, but but there's there's some geography for you. It's a cold place. It's about just south of the Arctic Circle, so sixty six degrees north. Um, and, and they have long days in the summer, but very cold days in the winter. Right. So, uh, and I was there in, in, uh, the end of August, early September. So we had pretty good weather, but pretty chilly. So 
music. Let's talk about the music of Iceland. Let's talk about music of Iceland. You know, so the first kind of way we got exposed was uh, just turning on the radio. We rented a car and we were driving around. And so we just like scanned around the radio, found some local stations. Um, one thing I guess to know about Iceland and Icelandic music too is even though there's only 400,000 people, they have their own distinct language. And it's very similar to, to German, or there's some similarities to German, but it's very distinct. Um, and, and you'll hear that in some music. So like we found this local station called RUV, and, and we liked the R2. And it was this cool station. There was like talk, there was news. You know, sometimes you'd hear them say something like Joe Biden and you're like, oh shit, they're giving the news right now. Almost like KUVO where they'd have like music, but it wasn't just jazz. It was all kinds of music and they'd have like news populated in. But I never knew it was going on because all, all in Icelandic. But so we found a lot of music that way. And we, we would use like Shazam or like Google has a feature on the mic where you can just figure out what the song is. You'd be like, oh, I like this one. What is this? And so you'd figure out kind of the name and the artist. And so some of the songs, I, I assembled a playlist nice. of Icelandic music. And some of the songs, that's how I found out what it was. So Can I just shout out your, your devotion to discovering things right now, right? It's like we, we might be tempted to say, oh, it's, it's hard to discover new music. And it is time-consuming. You had to spend time, um, you know, shazamming stuff, research, you know, searching for it. Not that much time, probably, but more time than if you had just listened and moved on and not thought about it. You know, so props to you, brother. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was kind of cool. It's like, let's figure out this place, right? So the next breakthrough was at a gas station. And the gas stations there are actually, like, very clean, um, you can like hand your water bottle over the counter and they'll just fill it up for you for free. They hate, <laughs> they hate single use plastic there. Like it's, um. and, and they have like healthy restaurants at their gas stations. They also have these banging, just the most delicious hot dogs I've ever eaten from the gas stations. It's crazy. Like every gas station you went to had a delicious hot dog. Yeah. How many uh, hot dogs did you eat? Let's not talk about the hot dogs. We're here to talk about music. <laughs> <laughs> cheers <laughs> cheers but uh so i found this publication it was like a free um publication called um the Reykjavik grapevine and it was culture music and travel and um nice so in that what well, shit before i talk about the paper let me just go back to the radio station real quick yeah they they played a lot of american pop too um, and, and there's a lot of girl power songs as well. So like a lot of Miley Cyrus okay. and then the, this cool song, it's called cause girls is players too by JW Velly. I don't know if you've ever heard that one. It's on the playlist though. And it's, uh, kind of, kind of girl power. So I was, I was feeling that over there in Iceland. Um, they also played a lot of French and Spanish songs. So there's just kind of a lot of like European influence there as well. Um, and and song you know songs in English and Icelandic so that's a lot of what we heard on the radio. Yes, you're listening to the radio. You're hearing at least four different languages within the yeah. scope of like fifteen to thirty minutes. Yeah, I don't know if it's about that, but we were there for ten days. But we heard yeah, four yeah. languages over ten days for okay, sure. For sure, sweet. Um, but so, anyways, sorry. So back to this newspaper, Reykjavik Grapevine, Culture, Music, and Travel is a free newspaper. Um, and so so that had a lot of like leads and names of bands of music. Yeah. And so I just started like, you know, pulling those up on Spotify and listening to them. 
Um, and so a couple of those those highlights from that. One was this, they had the list of contributors in the newspaper, and one is named Rex Beckett. And Rex was a fixture in a synth punk band called the Rex Pistols. And I was like, I don't know what synth punk is. And so we listened to some of that, and it's it's far out, man. So one of their songs is on the on the playlist, and you decide if synth punk is for you. I don't know if it's for me. But, uh, still making up your mind? Okay. Still making up my mind. <laughs> Sweet. It's interesting. Um, another contributor was this guy named Johannes Bajarkason. And yeah, we this have is to a good work on our Icelandic pronunciation. Huh? Yeah, I, I <laughs> fucked it up. But interesting thing about Iceland, too, and the Icelandic uh, language is the names. So they like you'll always take your father's first name and then add either son or daughter to the end. So like you you would be Tony Mixon. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be Tony Dominic, you'd be Tony Mixon. I'd be Gus Mixon or Michelson, you know, if you yeah, yeah, his full yeah. name. And and you know Kelsey would be Kelsey uh Rick Doter. Right. Nice. So so everyone's name ends in like son or doter. It's just like interesting. And um so this guy's name is Bjarkson or something. So his dad's name was Bjark. Cool. Anyways, he was in some punk band named Scofin. They were pretty cool, so I put a song of theirs on there. Then it gets interesting. And they, there was an article in there about uh, you know, the language and, and identity of the country because they used to be ruled by Denmark, and uh, some of the names of stuff was like, there's this companies there from Denmark and they're changing it from the Icelandic word to a, a Denmark word, the name of this like furniture store. So the commentary was like, they are our former and future overlords changing, you know, the language. <laughs> oh dear. And interesting, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a very progressive newspaper. Additionally, th- there's, you know, a lot of stuff in English for all the tourists. And this guy named Bubby Morthens, who they describe as Icelandic's or Iceland's Bruce Springsteen, Iceland's who in turn, who in turn is the United States Brian Adams, and Brian Adams is actually Canadian. So I'm not even sure if I followed the whole thing. But <laughs> yes. it, we were talking about our our intros and descriptions, and I was like, that's a great fucking <laughs> intro. <laughs> but he wrote, he wrote, without the language, we are we are not a or we are not but a rock with beautiful nature. I probably might fuck that up, but not a nation in its own country. So meaning, hey, our language is what gives us our identity as a nation. Right, so don't start changing the language to yeah. some other language. Yeah. So kind of interesting. Language is very important. And, 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 you know, I thought you'd appreciate that because you talk about the, the weight of language um, all the time. This is a philosophical concern, I think. You know, philosophy is concerned with what are what do these words mean and once we're really clear about what the words mean let's use the words carefully to talk about the truth around us right yeah i i think you and bubby would get right along <laughs> but he so so listen to how some of his stuff and it was pretty good um and then you know we there's this article about a, an oktoberfest that they threw on the on the university of iceland's campus and we just missed it. And there's this this group called GDRN. And that 
it's this it's this female vocalist and and like piano and dude that is one of my favorite groups um in all of iceland and that's one of the songs that we'll listen to at the end um, to highlight here so gdrn fire right so so we've listened to the radio and we found this kind of cultural publication with a bunch of like leads on icelandic music so that was pretty cool um now another thing that we did was just kind of like ask people right once i knew the name of some of these artists i'd be like oh what do you think about gdrn and people were like how the f- did you know that tourist but yeah they're awesome <laughs> and i was like all right they would really react that way of like oh you're american right how do you know about gdr what was that yeah interaction like well i, I it was more of mannerisms like they're okay. just like oh yeah like you could see sort of the surprise like yeah they're good um, but then I was asking about other things, but, but I asked one bartender about the, the radio station, R-U-V-R-2. And he's like, oh yeah, that's kind of the radio station for old people. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so that's why I'm like, oh, I'm listening to like the NPR of Iceland yeah, yeah. and, uh, and, and where there's these more like hip stations, he pointed us to this more hip station, which actually played a lot more American music you know and i was like that's not what i'm looking for right ah right it it was it was interesting that that he said that so so okay asking people is another thing you can do then i was looking for live music because we were going to go to Reykjavik, and i was like shit if this place has got some good music let's try and find some live music um so i i think i actually sent this article to you and it kind of talked about iceland music and had some different venue options but there's a passage I want to read from here because I thought it was pretty powerful in sort of maybe describing why uh, some of their music's pretty good. So here we go. This is from a guide to Iceland.is, and it's sort of like best venues, and you know we can link it if we want to. Cool. But um, it says, Icelanders cherish their reputation as naturally gifted musicians. But just as to exactly where this natural talent comes from is a mystery. Many point to the dominating and open nature here, as well as a literary history rich in communal poetry. Others consider it to be a direct result of the long Icelandic winters, forcing its inhabitants inside close to their instruments for extended periods of time. This isolation from the outside, no doubt, requires the Icelandic people to become excellent introverts, nurturing uh, and ever developing their potential for reflection and creativity. Truthfully, it's like an amalgamation of all three reasons. Uh, What is without doubt is that when it comes to skillful instrumentation, composition and performance as related to music, Iceland is internationally recognized as a creative powerhouse. And it goes on to list, you know, this sort of fusion of genres and and it lists uh, Bjork or Bjork or whatever. Bjork. Sigur Ross, Kaleo, and Of Monsters and Men um, as Icelandic artists. Um, and it goes on to say in the end, whether or not they are in Iceland at any given time is another matter entirely. So... <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think about about some of those observations in terms of, you know? The thing that really speaks to me is um, a long winter where you're forced to do something indoors, maybe by yourself primarily. Often, actually, I teach a lot of people how to sing and how to play piano. That's like the, the base of my students, my private students right now. And 
I'm pretty like I'm guilt free on folks. I'm not like saying like, oh, you didn't practice. Fuck you, dude. It's like it's not like that. It's like, you know, we're trying to make it fun. We're trying to get you whatever progress you achieve. We celebrate. But certainly I feel like what's hard for people to do is to devote time, to devote regular time, because it's true that if you spend like two minutes every day practicing, that's a, probably a little bit better for your familiarity with your instrument or your voice than doing it like once a week every for 30 minutes or something. It might be actually like more time, but it's, but the frequency is so important. And, but then it's even better if you could do like two hours every day, but who the fuck can just like in their life right now in the world, the way that the world is, can say, oh yeah, two hours every day for, do you do, do you do anything for two hours every single day besides like go to your work? Right. And so, so for me, what I really would love to be able to do for my own self is like, gosh, I would love to just sing for two hours a day, but the pressures of the world come down and say like, ah, no one's paying me to practice this much every mm. single day. No one's like, I want to spend time with these other people. There's all these other pressures, these other concerns, right? So if you were isolated, if it was a snow day, I, in Colorado, we think of it as a snow day, right? Remember that week yeah. off, complete week off we have oh, from school? Yeah. Amazing. If right now, if I had a week off from everything, I probably would like sing a lot, right? So that's, that's an interesting idea to me. Yeah, just a lot I, of time to play. I, I I love it too, cause yeah, it's sort of like, and and I don't know how many days it's dark for there, but you know it's cold, and and they have days where the sun doesn't really rise. Um, you know, it's like what are you, what are you gonna do? You can go outside, like nah, just stay inside and do what? something. I mean, so. music can make you feel so good. Sometimes people ask me, how do you motivate yourself to practice at all? And I'm like, well, I practice because it's really fun. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's awesome. So, maybe cool. maybe you go, you know, take a retreat to Iceland, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's go do the, it. Go this winter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so the last kind of component here is we we on the last night we did go to one of those uh, venues listed in the uh, that article, and it was called the Dylan Whiskey Bar. And upstairs, you you walk in, it's a whiskey bar kind of in this touristy zone, and you go upstairs, and it's kind of this little, like, small club living room almost. Um, and and they have live music, I think, almost every night. And, and there were three Icelandic guys, uh, just a power trio, playing the blues and just crushing it. And, and, you know, forgive me, I don't remember, like, the names of the tunes, but they're, like, pretty classic, like, blues ones that you'd hear. And, and the only... The, you know the the inflection on the guy's voice singing was like a little bit different but i i thought he really like owned it you know and talking with dad last week about like you know doing a cover but making it your own like he wasn't uh. necessarily trying to like it didn't seem like he was making fun of how the you know he was just trying to do it justice in his own with his own icelandic accent a little bit so yeah it was really cool and um i, I mean so i guess my takeaways Right. Or like, number one, I had a great time really diving into the music yeah. and kind of like it helps you learn about the culture and the place. And it's even though Iceland, you could just go around and take pictures and take selfies and appreciate the nature. Um, I was it was a cool way to kind of uh, dive in and pass the time. So when you travel, whether it's to a state, to a city, you know, to a, a, another country, 
my advice is to to try and learn something more about that culture and i think music is a great place to start because yes, every yes. place has some regional music um and even if it's not a regional style there's local bands you know so try and check that out Absolutely, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna just sort of recap the ways where that you can do that. I'm just reaffirming you, man. Yeah. Give us a give us Hell a yeah. fucking recap. But yeah, I mean, listen to the radio stations. Try and find like the most local station you can. Um, if you you know, keep your eye out for publications, posters, anything that could give you a lead to then look up a band in an area. You know, a lot of times in cities, there's like street teams. Like this band is playing you know, this night or something. And it's like, well, just look them up, see who they are. Ask local people. That's always probably the best way. Find live music and then just be open to, to experiencing something new and and not always have to be with your comfortable tunes, um, but find something different. So Yeah, you cultivated a, a really open and deep listening mindset this whole vacation. You're like, I'm going to listen to whatever it is that I encounter, right? And that's a good point. You were probably trying, hoping to like everything you encountered, right? That is true. And I was hoping to like synth punk, and I did not. Wait, <laughs> sorry, earlier you said your mind wasn't made up. You don't. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't want to make up anyone's mind. <laughs> Should we listen to a song? Yeah. So um, you're going to listen to two, and the first one I want to listen to it's called Oopsie Boopsie by Raga Gisela and Besta Band. And dude, this this is the number one favorite song. So I fucking love you, brother. Let's have some fun. Good work. Thanks, bro. Dude, thanks for listening to all this. Alright, here we go. it took that long for it to actually return to like an original section it had a lot that was at least at least three but was it maybe that was four different sections that we listened to and like it it really surprised me with the it felt like that because i heard oopsie boopsie and so i kind of heard i felt like okay we're sort of at a a bigger chorusy place and then it felt like it was chilling out and then it was like surprise got even thicker and bigger for a second that was cool cool too yeah it was it was pretty nuts and then and then so i'll just show you one more do, do you have a couple more minutes yeah yeah give me one more all right here's gdrn one of one of their new her newer songs and and like this one I don't know if it's so different from some American pop music, but might just be the language I love. I'm not sure. All right. Yeah, like about that does. It sounds like pop music, right? And but I've I've read about this somewhere else, and I'll have to search for where this is, maybe, because I know this is not a monolithic idea, an idea that's unique to me, and you might be experiencing it too. But there's something there's something freeing about listening to singing in a language that you don't understand, and that like when I'm listening to a lot of pop, one of my major um, 
you know, sort of care, what are the major characteristics of pop music that doesn't keep me coming back to pop music over and over? It's like not enough to say that I don't like pop music, but one of the reasons I wouldn't listen to most pop songs over and over and over again is the words. The words are either too simple, too repetitive, or honestly just not relatable to me in my life. Mm, like I'm actually mm-hmm. looking for something a little more niche in terms of like emotional content, whereas pop music, as we've talked about before, is almost trying to do the exact opposite, create this yeah. emotional world that almost anybody could inhabit with their things, whereas I'm, you know, I'm looking for that specificity because I'm a fucking philosopher. Yeah. And, um, so in this, when we're just enjoying the groove, the way the bass and the drums and the harmony and the voice all just fit together, and I don't have to worry about whether or not the singer's singing something vapid or boring or not, it's like, if you don't understand the language, maybe it actually allows you to appreciate the intricacy of that music a little more. I don't know. It, that is a great theory, and because, and, yeah, I mean, had that been something i understand honestly i should probably look up <laughs> try to look up the lyrics and what she's saying and then but i don't want to ruin it man what if it ruins it for me so in the name <laughs> in the name of science and philosophy you'll have to do it but it might ruin it shit yeah you know well <laughs> i love you man thanks for this excellent presentation just this um what you've done here is you've taken the implied for me this idea that like because what's valuable about the implied for me for me is that you <laughs> see what I did there? Is that you are willing to say that all this stuff out there that I A don't know about, B may not like, is valuable and likable to other people. Like I think that just everything, every song that exists is liked by somebody, right? Yeah. So if we acknowledge that that liking exists and that it exists next to maybe even our disliking of it, it maybe makes you more willing to just fucking explore everything and hear what it's like, right? And to try to have this more cooperative and more open um, way of absorbing and experiencing everything around you, right? So it's you're putting it into practice right here and telling us an excellent, excellent story of how the implied for me is changing your vacations. Fuck yeah, man. Well, well, well summarized, and I'll, I'll send you the... Uh the playlist and, and definitely I'll be interested to, you know, we don't have to record it. Hell yeah. Very interested in what you think. Cause it's way more eclectic than those two songs I just showed you. It gets, it gets funky sometimes. So, um, but yeah, dude, well said, I agree. This has been philosophically sound where we explore the music people like and learn to love the music and people we explore. We are fucking, fucking professionals. professionals. Peace, brother. Love you, brother. <laughs>